0: you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
1: hello and welcome to still got legs a doctor who rewatch podcast brought to you by another happy studios this week martha's back home tish has got a new job and reggie yates is also there I I didn't have time for the title. I usually say the title of the episode. Oh I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I didn't realize. And I didn't. <laughs> I didn't realize until the end. But the title is uh, the Lazarus Project or experiment. Wait, it's the experiment. Uh, the Lazarus <laughs> experiment. Um, <laughs> sloppy from me, but hello, we're not going to fix it. Welcome to Still Got Legs, the Doctor Who Rewatch Podcast. Um, my name is Nathan. I'm the main host. I'm joined by Lawrence, who is the lesser second co-host. Uh, hello, how are you? Okay. Thank you for joining me on my podcast. Oh, come on now. <laughs> why, why, why are we introing it like this? This is this is just... I'm just catching strays here for no reason. I like to think, the way we have our podcast empire divided up, I like to think that Still Got Legs is my podcast, whereas Another Happy Pod is our podcast. Okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay? Like... I I let you be on still got legs, okay? Right, okay, yeah, yeah. You're 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 the special guest, like really. It should be Nathan Bauer featuring Lauren Isaac because. But you see, that that's a double-edged sword because the the benefit of it being entirely your entity and I'm just allowed to be here is that there should be absolutely zero burdenful to me. And I know you edit this typically, but on the weeks you can't, like you've told me in advance, next week is one of those weeks. Lawrence, I'm in Greece next week. That shouldn't be my problem, Nathan. I don't... Fuck- <laughs> Shut up, bitch. Do your job. Anyway, this <laughs> is our Docky Who podcast. Did I say this? I think I did. Um, and this week we're talking about the Lazarus experiment, which is, of course series three episode six it is written by stephen greenhorn and directed by richard clark uh two names which are quite rare in doctor who they don't appear that regularly uh they have cropped up here and there but um not mainstays of the show greenhorn that's a good name it is a good name isn't it greenhorn like a yeah like a superhero name, really, isn't it? <laughs> the worst superhero ever. But like, look at my green horn. Isn't that one called um? Who's that one? The green Gr- Green Hornet. Yeah, that's him. The Green Hornet. Or the, i was about to say the Hudson Hornet, but that's the car. That's the guy from Cars. <laughs> that's Doc Hudson. <laughs> um, yeah, but I like those names where it's like it's something. It's an object. It could be something else. Yes. Anyway, what else did they direct? I don't know. <laughs> all right what, did, what do you know what else they did uh prior to this i don't know because i delete everything off my list that we've done um i can't immediately see anything for stephen greenhorn but i can see uh quite a notable episode in series six directed by richard clark and that is uh, the doctor's wife Oh, okay, right. Quite a big one, so, so yeah, there we go. And that was that was the writer, sorry? That's the director, that is. Okay. That, that so episode are... was famously written by Neil Gaiman. Ah, I see, okay. Yes. So the director has, under his belt, one classically, cri- critically acclaimed, well-received episode. And this one. And this one as well. <laughs> yeah. Where are you at with the Lazarus experiment as a whole? Uh, look, we're halfway through the season. <laughs> We're in that dip that we talk about, aren't we? We're in the. They've, they've done the bangers for a bit. Yeah, we've just had a two part. Uh, they can, you know, they can take their foot off the gas a little bit and just. <laughs> let's just have a meandering one. I guess. Yeah. A nice they can fill. coast off the goodwill of the Daleks for like a, a few episodes now, at least. We had Salula, We had Andrew Garfield. We had the Daleks. We had. Um, questions about humanity and moral ethics and all that sort of stuff and we, we get a bit more of that later in this one yeah kind of but like it's all wrapped up in a a package that's <laughs> mediocre <Yeah. laughs> at, at best I, I would argue yes um but so we kick things off with the doctor um, taking well, well, first of all, we kick things off uh, as we left it with a beautiful, crisp blue suit. Lawrence doesn't, I, I noticed it doesn't take him long to get out of that horrendous blue what, suit. Three episodes in a row, he's been in it now. I think that's breaking the brown suit record. Well, I mean, it's not because the entirety of season two is the brown set Yes, record. but for series three, it is. So, <laughs> so there you go. Does the, is that how it works? Does the slate get wiped clean with yeah. every new season? Yes, it does. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I then I will take that point. Yes, lovely blue suit, uh, sort of. Uh, they're 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 around the Tardis. The Doctor's talking about how he has to land in a, a tight spot. Yes, and it's it's hard to do that in the Tardis. I think he's showing off again because it's not hard to do that in the TARDIS, and we've seen that. Well, it is, and it isn't. It is when it's convenient for the plot. I mean, yeah, but that is exactly the definition of, I think he's showing off again. Like, he's <laughs> he's making something up to seem cooler. I don't think he's making something up. I think I, right You know, it's hard bloody thing. hard on Gallifrey, right? I passed my test, no <laughs> minors on this one. I'd get myself out of a pickle. I'm I believe it's canon that he failed the test. Was there a test? I, I believe it's mentioned at some point there was a test and that he failed. Have we spoken about a TARDIS driving test before? It rings a bell. Don't think on the podcast. (laughs) Do we talk about this off the podcast? We have enough outlets to talk about Doctor Who at this point. We talk about a lot of stuff off the podcast. (laughs) That should be saved for the podcast. Yeah. But do you not not get the the showy-offy vibe? Because in Fear Her, he landed it and was like, oh, I fucked it, let me just back up again. Lawrence, what did I say about you saying you fucked it? Uh, I'm in trouble for saying I fucked it, apparently. (laughs) You are. (laughs) Apparently it gives off some sort of connotation. It does, it gives off weird vibes. Stop (laughs) it. I think you're a dirty man if you can only use that word in that context. Okay. (laughs) That's what I say. Great. Does he not give off showy-offy vibes, though? uh no well a little bit well no i was too distracted by the beautiful blue suit if i'm being honest i was like <laughs> just oh, blinding so your eyes yeah is it growing on you uh see the thing is i've never it's it's not the blue suit itself it's the combination of the red shoes and i don't like it with the brown coat i just i, I the blue suit itself is fine when he's not wearing the coat and he's got different shoes on which i think he does pair the blue suit with some white converse from time to time right from my memory, it's always the Burgundy converse. I thought it was always the Burgundy tie. I didn't know he doubled. No. No, because sometimes it's no tie. Next week, oh, that's no true. tie. Oh, yeah, that's true. Four episodes cause... in a row? Oh, oh, oh. oh! No, 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 no. You can't count that. He yeah. takes it off for the most of this episode. Yeah, but it's still in the episode that he's wearing it, though. <laughs> uh, I love... We started this show, we were like, Dude, there's so many insightful, cool <laughs> things to talk about in Doctor Who that frequently go amiss <laughs> just to talk about the big episodes. We're well, like, let's dive in and really dissect all the good meat that there is in the lesser appreciated episodes. Oh, he's wearing a funny suit. Yeah, it's 90% <laughs> suit talk and me getting cross at the sonic screwdriver. Yeah, like, that's what you come here for. It's, it's growing on me, yes, but I also know that it's short-lived because it doesn't hang around. Does it hang around much for season four? Uh, probably less, so I think. It's definitely in it. Yeah, I, I think I think I remember seeing it in some of them, but not a lot. When there's two doctors at the end of the season four, one of them's in brown, one of them's in blue. Oh yeah, but that's plot critical, isn't it? That's where you can tell the difference. That's necessary, yeah. <laughs> I think they should have uh really stuck to their stuck to their meat on that one and just had da- the the other David Tennant, the new David Tennant doctor, be just fully naked for the whole episode. I would not have complained. No, <laughs> I don't think many people would have done, to be fair. No. He's a handsome man like <laughs> the show's fucking shambles honestly <laughs> why does anyone listen to this i don't know i don't know why they do i know but I, I the reason i'm saying he's showy off he is because i think he's acting cool like he's like okay. he lands the tardis and he's like that's tough to do we've already spoken about that but then he's like and martha's like where are we and he's like end of the line and then she's like she's like oh cool like oh wow what could be out there and he's like no place like it it's like we're in martha's living room yeah there's F-20. nothing flashy or showy about it, but he just has to find something to say that is a more elusive. Isn't is that no place like home? That's that's what he was... You say that to be like, I'm cool, don't you? Like some, You walk into someone's living room and they're like, ah, I'm home. You yeah. don't go no place like it without thinking you're cool. Yeah, well, I, I probably just wouldn't say that, to be honest. Probably. Yeah, because it's because that's right. Because it's weird. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a weird thing to say. If I'm being honest with you, it's not a part of my everyday vernacular. Really. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, do you think he was intending to actually drop Martha off home? Where 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 are you at with this? Do you think he would have actually gone? Right. So yeah, I'm off. It's tough to say. It is because like he does stick around, but only after there's an intriguing thing. Yeah. But ten is ten has as this show. He's got it. Like, and fans of the show knows. Yeah, he's like, he's 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 got a vanity problem. He, right. Well, yes, he does. He's got like a he's got this kind of pathological need to be like, like. Li- yeah, yeah. Like he wants to be the coolest person in the room a lot of the time. Yeah. So like when stakes he, are low. Do you think he's keeping Martha around because like, she likes him? I. No, I don't. I don't know if I get that vibe. I right. get the vibe that it's more like. He wants the company of Martha, yeah, but has to keep up the illusion that he doesn't like the company of Martha, yeah. or at least isn't beholden to it, which he absolutely is. He's trying to do the whole, I'm a loner and mysterious sort of thing, and I don't like yeah. company, when really he's like, oh my god, I need company. Cause... Yeah, and look, we know, right, that yeah. he, he got in the TARDIS... And Martha was like, oh, well, it's been lovely. Thanks for a good time. Oh, you would have been and sulking it- as soon as that door was closed. Yeah. He's like, what do you mean she it doesn't is- care? Oh, he's like kicking dust in the TARDIS. Like- Murray Gold would have been doing some slow piano. it would have, <laughs> have been walking around the console as he just slowly pulls some levers that are close <laughs> to falling off. <laughs> and then he'd have the knobs off. And, the, and the yeah, and the, like the spoon or something sticking out the console. If he did go away, he'd have only landed five seconds later and been like, "Oh, there's a fucking volcano on Uranus or whatever. Let's go see it." And yeah, stuff. and in, I need the help of you, a 21st century doctor. <laughs> yes, whose skill set <laughs> is not applicable to this scenario whatsoever. Yes. Um. Yeah. No. I. I don't know. I feel like it's it's either that or he got in the TARDIS, soniced it to like autopilot it to leave, waited by the door for like a cool five seconds, and then came back out. Yeah. And it was like he was never. I don't think he was ever going to leave. I think he just wanted to keep up the illusion of I'm. I don't need this company. I'm letting you come with me. It's that vibe. Well, we get a bit more of this at the end of the episode as well, don't we? So yeah. Maybe and I, we'll... But I think I think less, more emotionally mature. By yes. the end of the episode. Well a little bit, yeah. Um <laughs> yes. still still yeah, still childish on the doctor's part. <laughs> Not just the doctor's part to be honest. But yeah. yes. Um we'll, we'll we'll come back to that. We'll we'll loop back around. But um yes, there is an intriguing thing that he sees because whilst um whilst they are in Martha's little flat and and he's playing with her underwear and there's a phone call from Francine, um they notice that Tish is on the T V. Uh, she's not in Loki, but she is on the news, um, where she's, I don't know, she's got a job working for some guy. <laughs> Such a niche throwaway. <laughs> <laughs> no elaboration on that whatsoever. It's a deep cut, one of the true fans. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of your best. I'll you <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but yes, carry on. I know what you're building to. Well, no, just Tish is on the, on the news, and then there's... Uh, old Mark Gatiss there been like hello I'm old, <laughs> it's good makeup, yeah <laughs> okay yes in in an episode which there's not many compliments I can pay for the way it looks but yeah. the, the 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 old man makeup it's at least somewhat decent yeah hmm. it's a good it's a good era in Doctor Who for like the old man makeup like they do in a couple of episodes we'll see like a, an imagined. slightly older tenant well we get two versions of an older tenant coming up we do and not the same not yet (laughs) strange isn't it (laughs) i think i think they're like differently older like one of them's like they're they're definitely a decade apart i think Mm, but like the master the master's version like maybe it's just within keeping of the master's character but like he's made him comically old like well technically we get three yeah the the walking bullsack the little (laughs) The little fucking dobby thing. (laughs) You mean the you mean the ultra rare battles in time trading card scratch and sniff version of Doctor Who? I'll, I'll go through my deck. I'm sure I've got him in there somewhere. I had like three of him, and then I don't know what happened to all my cards. Do remember when you started opening some and that was going to be like something we did on the show? Oh, yeah, that quickly died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it died because like three weeks in a row we were like, oh, it's businessman number three. <laughs> yeah. Everyone cares about this. I got so many businessmen number three. Yes, yeah, you do. But speaking of old Mark Gatiss, right, um, <laughs> I've got a note that just says, I forgot his actual name was Lazarus. He's so... Did I? And this, (laughs) I was. I know because I was. I I had it in my head. I was like, "Is his actual name Lazarus?" I'm like, "No, that's too dumb. There is no (laughs) way that his actual name it'll be like he works for. He's called it the Lazarus Project or something. He's his machine is the Lazarus machine. There's no way." He's actually caught because that is too fucking dumb. But then, nope, they're just straight away like, here's Doctor Lazarus? I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> and it's it's so it's such a normal name. Elsewise, it's like Richard Lazarus. It's yes. like who had that surname? Like, where did that descend from? It's uh, so, it's just so on the nose, and it's just it's ugh. it's on the nose. My my thing with like like the Russellisms of this era is mm. that like normally you're absolutely right like in a normal russellism where he's not going full cheese but a little bit of cheese is welcomed yeah it would be like Dr. Richard something of LazCorp. Yeah, yeah, maybe. It yeah. would be like something on the nose that people would go, Lazarus. Oh, yeah. I, I could accept Lazarus Laboratories or even yeah. if the project, like I said, it was called the Lazarus Project because that would make some kind of sense. Well, he, yeah, it would make sense if he named his accomplishment and, yeah. a, and like achievement in science after an extremely well known <laughs> like fable of a similar ilk. I think it's a biblical thing. Is as it? As these things often are. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense, yeah. Um, but yeah, to have it like to have his name be that implies mm. that he was like destined for this, and yeah. it's like, no, <laughs> it's, it really doesn't make any sense to be no. It's an incredible, either like the the Lazarus um, fable story, whatever, just does not exist in the Doctor Who universe, and this is that version of it, or it's just the biggest fucking coincidence ever. That <laughs> this guy who just happened to be called Richard Lazarus did this thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we get we get we can circle back around to this. Um but Tish Tish shows her disinterest. Um the, the the old man Lazarus does what every old man Lazarus or every old man does in a pub where like a young girl walks past and he's like you smell nice. Yeah. And it's just in front of his wife as well i might add like cold yeah just straight up cold and also like real real creepy i've often well, like wondered i worked in i worked as a bartender for a while and when you see these like old men types chatting up like 19 year olds i'm like what do you think the outcome of this will be yeah I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not planning on it right but i'm like i'm i'm late 20s and i'm not chatting up like a 19 year old because i'm still i'm i'm too old yeah. What do you think a 78 year old man is going to be? <laughs> uh, yeah. The other side of the stratosphere of being too old, <laughs> basically. Massively. It's. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know how to respond to that. It's creepy, it right? Is. It's, just it's weird. Odd. It's yeah. creepy, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like Tish is very appropriate in her response, just being like, soap, fuck off. Leave yeah. me alone. Oh, it's, a, it's a good one. I haven't heard that one before. It's a good one-liner. Yeah, it was quite. It good. is a. It is a good. I haven't heard that one when I do this to all the girls. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, anyway, the doctor's changed out of his repulsive, sick-inducing no! suit, it's and he's put. He's put on. Um, is it the same tuxedo? Uh, I feel. Well, he see. Here's the thing. Mm. I, the if we're going by, <laughs> this podcast is so stupid. <laughs> It's so suit-focused, isn't it? It is. not it When it was so serious about the fucking lore of the suits. We will breeze over, like, the creation of the Daleks or something to talk about their paint But where did the suit come from? (laughs) (laughs) You've seen what kind of fabrics Davros is wearing in this scene? Where did he get them from? That's why you listen to this. Uh, (laughs) Saying that, though, Davros... Davros uh, coming up does have a nice leather jacket Lawrence, on, doesn't spoilers. he? spoilers. Davros <laughs> is on? not coming up. Okay. Oh, yes. Apologies. He's <laughs> not in the show ever. No. Um, what is a Davros? No, Dave Ross. Who's that? Never heard of him. <laughs> um, uh, what was I going to say? Right. No, yes. Because in the the last time we saw David Tennant in a suit which looked sim- similar to this, a black uh, tuxedo, I will say, was uh, the Cyberman two-parter from Series yes. 2 um now the way the episode played out he was out of the tardis and he went to pete's mansion and then he was in the black suit which implied that he got it from there okay yeah um <clears throat> oh i've just ta- i've just talked myself out at this point i was making i was because, gonna have kept it right you know, yeah because he does go back to the tardis in the tuxedo so he could have kept it but then this episode he's he's talking like he's had it He's had past adventures with it and stuff, and he pulls the what, the de- did he pull the Declaration of Independence out of it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So unless but, but, but been... he, he's done the adventures, yeah, that's, since he, that is possible, he uh, went to the Declaration the, the Declaration of Independence signing was like, <laughs> I know what I'll put on an era appropriate black tuxedo. Look, big finish will take any amount of space you got. <laughs> and we'll cram like fucking 37 years worth of stories in there. So it's definitely is, possible. Is there like Big Finish Clive related stuff? Oh, I'd say almost certainly. Like the, Cl- the Clive archives. There's a funny something. meme onto it. The big finish is just basically like how they decide their stories. It's just basically throwing a dart at a fucking board and seeing which cat. Because it's always like, oh, Jackie Tyler with River Song and Missy. Yeah, I saw a poster for that <laughs> this like, week. like, what? <laughs> okay. It's a pairing we've never seen in the show before. And they're like, let's see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. River Song and Jackie, I'd like to see. I'd just like to see more Jackie, if I'm honest. I'd like to see more Jackie, yeah. I'll I'll never say no to more Jackie, but, but strange yes. pairings. Um, But but yeah, so it's possible that it is the same suit and he's had adventures uh, since, however lonely. Oh, no, he could have <laughs> yeah. been with Rose, I guess. Or he was with all the racist presidents of <laughs> yeah. the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. Maybe he took Rose to see... Um. Maybe they went to go see Hamilton in 2015. Maybe they did. And then he went, oh, let's go see the real thing. And then it was like, oh, this is significantly less interesting. There's less hip hop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's weirdly more racist. <laughs> a lot more racist. <laughs> yeah. How did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I thought all these guys were really black. Like, what? You're <laughs> not well well, Miranda. What's going on? <laughs> uh, the doctor goes up to him and he's like, I don't know. He says some of the lyrics, and then the other guy just arrests him or something. I don't know. A joke. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> I said a joke. Wow. One of your best. One of your finest riffs, if there ever. What you just did there is you just laid out the bare bones of a joke, like the structure of a joke, but then just didn't bother to write it. <laughs> <laughs> they get they get a podcast out of us. They can they that can write. That is the a joke. laziest. You're fucking right. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like there you go. Have it. Here's the cadence of something amusing. Now here's say it. The, here's the parameters of a joke. You imagine one for yourself. It's like the equivalent of writing like a knock knock joke template and being like, "Can someone make this funny for me, please?" Oh, truly Fill in the gaps. Incredible stuff. Listen, that, none of that's important. We can move on from the embarrassing thing that happened to me. Okay. Um, and talk instead about the cool thing that happened to the doctor, which was being likened to James Bond. Which at first he's, it's that meme. You know, the woman's like, uh, "Oh, maybe." Yeah, it's that meme. It's the turning head uh, woman meme. Oh, the uh, Brittany, the Brittany, um, Brittany Bonsky, or whatever her name is. Sure, the blonde. Yeah, the, yeah, the blonde woman. Yeah, yeah. her name's Brittany. Um, okay. Or is it? Or is it Rebecca? I didn't know it was Brittany. So you're asking? It might the wrong not be person. Brittany. It might be. I don't know. I'm getting. Maybe I'm. Everyone it. knows the funny meme. <laughs> yeah, the meme girl. Like, girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's what it is. He uh, likes yeah. it. Yeah. No, who wouldn't like it? I mean, yeah, it's it's true. It's, it's one of those classic man things, isn't it? It's the, uh, <laughs> you mean I cut a fine figure in a suit? Uh-huh, James Bond. Ooh, it shouldn't be though, should it? Like one of them things, because obviously, like all James Bond problems, problems aside, you know, misogynistic, racist, everything else. Yeah. Alcoholic. Is he racist? Right? Um. Yes, he dresses up as Japanese people. Oh, yeah. Of the era. Roger Moore. Well, that's Roger Moore's just racist, isn't he? That's true. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's just, he just showed up on set like that. And they're like, Roger, what are you doing? <laughs> it's a like, good thing this is in the Roger, you're supposed to be in a set. <laughs> <laughs> Roger, no. <laughs> and then he just refused to change. But but we don't mind, do we? Because, you know, good as Indiana Jones is dad in that movie. So. <laughs> that's Sean Connery. Oh fuck, yeah, it is. <laughs> he I fall. was thinking. Wait, no. You've been Madame hooched. I have been madam hooched. It, yeah. it no, it is it is Sean Connery that does the Is it Sean Connery who does the the Japanese thing? I think so, yeah. Oh, he's okay. the one that like he like puts on the hat and he's like, I'm a lady yeah. as well, as as well <laughs> as this insane stretch of the truth. I'm also deciding to be a lady in this <laughs> scenario. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, There's gonna be a chem fan out there that gets so cross at that. Probably none of that's accurate, but it yeah, does probably. happen at some point. Um but yeah. Where was I going with that? I had no idea. Oh, the doctor <laughs> likes being called James Bond. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which fair. But nice. that's... Uh, yeah, but more often, especially in this era, like... Oh, I yeah. guess Daniel Craig was the incumbent James Bond at the time, wasn't he? He... Young Daniel Craig, Skyfall, too. I think, so... Uh, not Skyfall, Casino Royale. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, he looks young and cool in that. All the, all the other James Bonds have been, like, someone's granddad in a suit. <laughs> no, Daniel Craig is, like, <laughs> it's immediate, like... The Daniel Craig, James Bond movies are immediately like, oh, young James Bond, he's just getting his double O. It's the origin of James <laughs> Bond. And then immediately, you're out of touch, James Bond. You're a relic. You're a, you're a, you're a symbol of the past, an outdated weapon. <laughs> so, like, he ends the second movie that he's in being like, I'm so glad I finally passed my double-O my <laughs> test. And yeah. then the third one, it's like, you should have retired by now, you old fucking fossil. Like, yeah. We've already dug your grave. Go and get in it, you old bastard. <laughs> uh, good movies. Anyway, um, the entirety... How have we not even got off the TARDIS yet? <laughs> no, we have. Yeah, we yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's true, yeah. Um, I, did you find this quite funny? I know that the Doctor stressed it's like a time machine, and, like he at the start of the episode he was like see you're back 12 you've probably been gone about 12 hours since the last time which was the um the party the smith uh, who's, and jones. whose birthday party was it uh leo's i think reggie yates yes reggie yates yeah. birthday party uh in smith and jones so all of that happens in like 12 hours time yeah martha's back her family were like we only saw you last night and then someone else in martha's family comes over and she's like hello how are you and he's like well since last night when you saw me last i'm very good yeah basically everyone that martha (laughs) speaks to is like god it's been at least approximately 12 hours since we last had a conversation yeah they keep reminding us of the time (laughs) yeah it's very funny you know like normal humans do yeah nathan i'm so excited to be recording this podcast with you like i was last week and the (laughs) week before yes it has been 13 hours since we last spoke (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, uh, some something that you get in all of these like introductions and speaking to Martha's family, I always find strange. When Martha's yeah. like, "Here's oh here's this guy that I'm with, by the way." So a lot of her family are like, "Oh, is she seeing this guy? Yeah, or what's all this?" Um, and then she's like, she's like, people are like, "Who's this guy? He seems a bit mysterious." And she's like, "He's just a normal guy. What's his name? The Doctor." <laughs> yeah. Oh, Doctor, what then? When did he pass his exams? No, it's just the Doctor. Yeah. That's never been normal. <laughs> it's not normal. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> no one ever questions it. Well, I feel like some people do question it. But it is weird. Mm. Um, is Francine okay? Very paranoid. She's so... I understand wanting to protect your daughter. Okay. And, you know, and being a mother can't be easy. And wanting to like, look after her and protect your daughter, she obviously loves her very much. She is the most insane overprotective character ever in this episode. Like, I didn't think it was as bad as it was, but watching this episode, I was like, from her point of view, it's just that Martha's on a date, I guess, with a yeah. guy who's kind of appropriate age. Martha's, what, mid-20s? Doctor I would, would look so, yeah. around 30-ish. I think, I think Tennant in this era could pass for, like, a, a, a an early 30s. Early yeah. 30s, yeah. I think he was about 35, but it's... Yeah, that checks out. I yeah, think. but he, he could pass for like a young fairy. Um yeah. So not too much of an age gap, and just suddenly she's like, "Who the fuck are you? Yeah. <laughs> what also, are like, you doing with my daughter? Like, she's an adult. Like, she's a yeah, fully she grown. She can do what she wants. She's man. training to be a doctor, and you're like, "Oh, was you fucking my daughter? Was <laughs> you? <laughs> I, okay, come back here, doctor. We haven't had a conversation about you fucking my daughter. <laughs> it just seems very, and this was going to be my weirdo. Um, this, oh, okay, right. This is what I was going to do, um, but it, the whole throughout the whole episode, she's just so, and I, I understand why because it plays into the paranoia of what comes later, really, and it's all like a, intentional. But there's yeah, no but the one... show hasn't told us why yeah. that's important. Yeah. But still, at this point, though, there's still no one feeding her that paranoia until later in the episode. It still comes naturally from her to begin with. So, mm. I don't know. It seems strange. I like Francine, but this seems strange. That would probably be because it is strange. Yes. Um, and and yeah, she is slightly... uh, <sighs> she's operating too wild. I mean, uh, not to for... jump head, but she slaps him which is fun. Yeah, yeah she she fully like just what I don't understand the beef she has with him like why <laughs> is she so aggressively against him from the get go it's straight the whole the whole their whole relationship at least at this point it feels like she's watched the show doctor who it does yeah and when and when Martha's like here's this guy she's like no <laughs> this is doctor who <laughs> that's Martha that's my little girl <laughs> yes <laughs> um yeah very very strange um and also like i like how it's like it's only martha as well like tish can go and do through- tish works in a fucking laboratory with an old pervert yeah and and a machine that could like even at its f- highest functioning operating ability where it all works seems like it could easily fucking kill you in a second francine sees a big scorpion eat someone um all of which so that, was caused the doctor is it to blame <laughs> <her>. <laughs> and, yeah and then she's still screaming at martha for being like why are you following him like francine there's bigger stuff yeah. going on <laughs> all right that that's uh, i was going to speak about this later but that's just uh, this is now it's like a good entry point for it like the, the there's something really interesting about this episode that is quite rare in doctor who at least up until this point yes um is that like this is a weird episode to make the case that danger and destruction follow the Doctor everywhere. Like this is your daughter's event. Yeah, he, he she just put stumbled. this one together. Like <laughs> he just stumbled into this. This is just random happen stuff. This would have happened without him there, really. Yeah, and you're lucky he is in this, this instance. This would be a classic turn left scenario. All right. Oh, it would have been. Yeah. yeah. So, oh. what would have happened? um someone someone the the machine would have gone off it would have started overloading someone would have gone over to turn it off and they would have had it they would have been immediately fucking liquidized by one of those big spilling spinning prongs that is on the outside of the machine everyone would have been nuked i guess yeah although Um, the jones family probably would not be there Oh, because of the uh, the yes. doctor and why she got the job. Yeah. Well, well, no, because, well, yeah, it's maybe. It's Saxon thing, isn't no, it? No, but also, um, Martha would have died on the hospital on the moon. Oh, um that's true. So... Well, Tish's still got to eat, though. Oh, the day after. That's oh, true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not <That's>... even 12 <laughs> hours. Body's oh, not I even wish, in I the wish ground I'd, yet. I'd... I'd i forgot about it i should have spoken to someone in martha's family who could have told me it was only been 12 hours since lawrence we was here 12 hours ago <laughs> <laughs> silly me no i've talked myself around it as well because the 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 Mar- mm. the it's all sponsored by harold saxon so it is yeah yeah it's it's all manufactured <laughs> in a way i guess um, maybe Francine's right to be honest <laughs> she's not no, <laughs> I, I, no. It's still, the 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 level of aggression and beef she has with him even if someone is feeding her this paranoia beforehand, it's still yeah. too much it's it's like it is too much yeah it's yeah. true I'm not gonna excuse it yeah, she plays a good lady Danbury and Bridgerton though so. I don't know I who have that a soft spot is. In my I can only it. watch one show about royal people. I don't like. Okay, <laughs> I don't have these room will for be royal people you do like. Richardson's no, cool. I don't have room for another one. Okay, they dance to orchestral Taylor Swift music at their balls. It's oh, good. okay, yeah. But now if, I've if, got you. Yeah, if there was any way to get you, should have led without. <laughs> <laughs> what? Not Francine is it as Lady Danbury. <laughs> no. Um, no, that's fair. I should. I should have. I should have lent into hmm. that. Um, what do you think of the design of the big Lazarus machine? okay. The machine, okay. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, the machine is fine, I think. <laughs> decent enough. Um, it does the job. It's just like a a, a big white box, I guess. Mm. And it's got some spinny boys on it. I, I was trying to work out if it's similar to any previous design we've seen, if it was a reused prop. A recycle one, was yeah. it? Yeah, I don't think it was, but it looks... Because of how white mm. and sleek it is, it looks yeah. like a spaceship prop. Yeah, it, it could be. Things do get often get recycled in Doctor Who props. I know... I remember... Just, I always remember just weird moments of confidential sticking out to me. But I know that... Um, in next season, season four... Um the there's like a like a bathtub or something from the yeah. the Pompeii episode which is then recycled into the the Santara in the next episode. So A Santaran. No, <laughs> just the prop itself <laughs> They're all they're all Santar Haring and charting, you just hand yeah. around this a fucking bath. <laughs> yeah. I'm also a Santaran. We're all Santar Haring. <laughs> we needed one more pivotal Santaran for this, but all we had was a bath. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what happens next? oh yeah, so the so the box what do you think of the box? Yeah, it's good. Um yeah. I'll I'll be honest. I don't have much to say on it other than it looks like it feels it feels unsafe even before it is. It does, yeah. It do. if if I'm in a room with that thing and it's spinning off and all these yeah. like lights and lasers are going off my like, I don't know about this one, Chief. <laughs> I, feel like I might want to get out of here. <laughs> there are there are elements of this and we we'll, we can touch background on this. It's a bit Captain America, isn't it? Oh, see my and my thing again. Something later in the episode happens. Mm. This there's a lot of Raimi Spider-Man in this. Uh, yeah, the Raimi <laughs> Spider-Man stood out to me a yeah. little bit later. But yeah. um, but what, where's the spider Spiderman? In? Oh, with Doc the Doc, Oc, Oc. you mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, That's not really yeah. a box thing, though, is it? No, but it's more of like a stay back. Oh, he's got this under control kind <laughs> of thing. See, I had in my head um, the when the Doctor. Goes to like when it all goes wrong, and then the doctor jumps up to the controls. I always had it in my head that we'd hear uh, Mark Gaius from inside going, "Stop! I can take it." But that's literally a scene from Captain America <laughs> that I'm thinking about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: so...
1: <laughs> yeah. I, there, there are similarities with the Captain America thing as well. though. like he comes out and then like and Peggy yeah, Clark well, I know... touches his abs. Yeah, no, whoa, <laughs> and that happens with. Uh, that Mrs. old woman. <laughs> yeah, Mrs. Lazarus or whatever she's called. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't have. She's like the top investor, and in, I'm pretty sure she doesn't have a name uh, in the script. Um, yeah, there's something there. Um, I, <laughs> I've just got a big note that just says it's overloading with like 18 question marks. Um, because it is, it is overloading, and it's one of those things you don't need to really know what's going on. It's just. Ah, it's vague science, isn't it? Doctor Who loves it's some vague science. So. Mm. The computer is smoking, but from the monitor and not the <laughs> computer part. <laughs> yeah. The tower's on the floor, but don't worry about it. <laughs> um, I, I've said, that. so obviously it works. Lazarus comes out and he's like, I'm Mark Gatiss, I'm here. Yeah. Um, I forgot how young he looked in this. He looks so young. He's like a yeah. little boy, isn't he? <laughs> he is a little bit, and it's, he, looks, he looks new and shiny. Where are you at with Mark Gatiss? fine i i have no strong opinion of him other than like he's he's brought up i don't know whether right he's talented right in what respect he is talented in the way that he has like been able to be in so many things whilst being only ever slightly so good at some of them <laughs> okay, that's the biggest backhanded compliment are you <laughs> nagging fucking Mark Gaines? I, I, I admire he's right He's, and I, I don't mean this to this is not of the same thing but it's kind of what I'm getting at it's, yeah. the, it's my argument about Lin-Manuel Miranda Was he in Fact, Game of Thrones? Am I misremembering that? I think he might be but I also think he could be one of them like fucking shoe sniffing weirdos in one scene that's like welcome to the brothel sir and then never on the screen again I think he was in Game of Thrones Go on, continue. What were you saying? Lin-Manuel. It's the it's the Lin Manuel Miranda argument of like phenomenal one thing, yeah, that has opened the doors for him to do so many other things he's not good at. You see, I I when you bring up Lin Manuel Miranda, I would have thought you would have suggested writing himself into shows and stuff. Oh, and, and yeah, also that. <laughs> but like, I I think it's different with Lin Manuel though. I think Lin Manuel's has more of a right to do it than Mark Gatiss does because Lin oh, yeah, Manuel cause he conceptualized the thing. Well, yeah, but Lin Manuel is doing it because like he was told that there's no place for him in the stories and that he he mm. was told that if he wants to starring shows you have to do your own you have to make them yourself so it's like all right fuck you i will i'll fucking do it then and he did oh he's, so, he's fucking... definitely got a cooler story than like which <laughs> boy went to rada yeah, yeah privileged white boy and <laughs> 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 yeah um this was, is was, one of at least three characters that i know of off the top of my head the margaret will play in doctor who yeah he's done he's done this he's done the brigadier he's not the brigadier he's the brigadier's dad um oh, he? yes um and then he's a weird monster with an eye patch who plays chess with matt smith um <laughs> i don't even remember that that's fun. <laughs> yeah um yeah i my my thing with him is like i don't know whether he has like like i have genuinely have no idea what the public perception of it of him is but my perception of him is that a lot of my information on Matt guys comes from laughing at his character in sherlock yeah. So, so it's hard to say, like, with a serious face, if he's any good or not. He was. He was in Game of Thrones. He played a banker. I knew he would have been one of those fucking shoe sniffing little weirdos that is never. A th- uh, is he relevant in any capacity? Well, Cersei went to him and was like, "We need more money," and he's like, "Oh, the Golden Fleet or something." I yeah, remember that. something like that. Yeah. He's like the Golden Fleet won't. Oh, I'm you. sorry, my grace. I... Yeah. He's got that voice, and he's got the oh, hello yeah. voice. He always plays privileged white boys. Uh, Where are you at with him? I feel like that was more of a setup, and I took (laughs) way too much of your time. Um, I'm never necessarily a fan of the episodes that he writes, I don't think. Shout out some examples? Um, Well, the end... Not the end of the world. um, The Gelf one, whatever that one was called. Oh, yeah, that sucked. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And if I'm looking at my list now, the next one he writes is uh where are you mark show yourself mark (laughs) uh victory of the daleks oh okay yeah yeah which isn't you know there's there's some stuff in there which is one half my one half interesting one half fucking dreadful (laughs) um what else night terrors it's not too bad cold war which one, oh, Cold which one was Cold War? That's, they're in the submarine and there's a monster chasing them in a submarine. Oh, yes, it is. Yes. That is like one of my last memories of the new era of Doctor Who. Robot of Sherwood? Uh, I know the title. I have no recollection of the episode. Robin Hood. Um, oh, fuck. What is this man? He's utterly sourceless. He has not got a single uh, <laughs> memorable episode. Uh, and there's one which is uh, potentially one of the worst episodes in all of Doctor Who. Um, but hey, there we go oh damn he said it he said it without telling me what it was yeah because I kind of want to save it cool <laughs> <laughs> just look at, I was looking just peek behind the curtain there was an editing note there so we just I was just coming back in with of nothing um <laughs> I've got oh no this is the worst note to come back in on oh is this is your <laughs> no no that's later that's later okay. <laughs> this is Lazarus it's worse to be honest this one Lazarus is entering his pedo era oh no what the fuck, man? He is 78 years old, denying the love of an old woman. This can only end badly. Is how, we, how does that make him a P though? Because he's like 78, and now he's like, now I'm eligible for younger girls. Ah, okay, right. Because he immediately knobs his... Not knobs... <laughs> <laughs> what? <Lawrence>, please. Because <laughs> he, he, he immediately... <laughs> oh, my God. He immediately, he immediately kills his old wife, and then's like, where's Tish? Where's that girl that smelt of fresh soap earlier? He doesn't immediately kiss her. He he has a go, first of all. They have a little they have a oh, little I'm smooch. Sure. Which looks odd. It's visually just very <laughs> disturbing. Really? <laughs> I don't know if that's us being ageist, but it is odd. I don't think so. It'd be <laughs> odds either way. Really. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Think of a fucking like seventy year old man just kissing a what, thirty year old woman? Oh what? Tish? Yeah. Do they kiss no 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 but i'm saying like if it was the other way around oh i see i was like yes. Fuck, i was terrified for tish then yeah
0: no
1: <laughs> yeah i mean it is weird it Tish is should be weird. all for it she was she quickly changed her tune yeah once she saw that he was like a weird cgi monster i would change my tune once she fairness. saw professor hottie mark gaiters she was like <laughs> oh, oh, oh ring a ding ding <laughs> i love some of this Thank you. wow look Tish is, li- tish is literally the embodiment of that have you seen that weird sexist meme that's like um it's like a woman in an office and there's like a handsome guy in a suit and he's like hey how you doing and she's like oh so handsome. and then there's just like a, a kind of like fat guy in a suit and he's like hi how are you and she's like oh i'm calling the police or something <laughs> that's I've literally tish that. t- <laughs> <laughs> in this episode. Anyway, that's a, I don't endorse weird misogynistic memes, but... Yeah, that is weird and misogynistic. Yeah. If that, a meme, to create a meme like that screams very much that you're the fat guy that yeah. people keep running from. Yeah. <laughs> you are the Lazarus Project or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've got down a note that says I love Martha and the Doctor as like an intelligence team. Yes. Like Rose, Rose's strengths were far more like practical yeah and and i'm not making any comment on her intelligence right at all because she is very like she she got a lot of stuff done because she was just like the doctor was kind of tiptoeing around stuff and she was like just fucking kick the door down and walk in or whatever yeah um and that was very much rose's thing martha's thing is very much like he's like look at me it worked i'm great i'm i'm a miracle walking or whatever and she's like you need to do some tests and then he's like, no, I don't. And so she offers up her hand to be kissed. And she's like, I've got his DNA. Let's go do some fucking tests. Here's <laughs> a thing. Is that how DNA works? Can you, shake, I mean, no. can you uh-huh. shake someone's hand and then be like, oh, I've got your DNA. Like, surely your hand is contaminating that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But I raise you this. Okay. They travel in time. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But like, the DNA and this lies. man is a lizard or something. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. And he was always a lizard or something? He had like lizards in his DNA or whatever. I oh, see I no, I like that. I like that element. It's like re- it's like humanity's rejected evolution concepts that are dormant <laughs> in him. Yeah, but I, think, I, I, thought was, I thought it was more clever than the episode warranted. Yeah, probably. I don't know, it just seemed a bit strange. Like the the idea of humanity is like which one should we go with? Should we go for this weird fucking scorpion fucking death monster or <laughs> Or this, just or this drastically changed or, or this guy called Jeff here <laughs> yeah. or this weird blonde man <laughs> which one should we go with yeah humanity flips a coin or something um, um right the the beast itself yes what a fucking awful piece of shit <laughs> it's so ugly it look look i know i don't like to bash the way things look on doctor who too much because we all know the budget isn't great, but I I feel like that's no excuse for series three because the budget is probably at least three times higher than it was a series one. And, and season one gave us the Slavines season one gave us the Slavines, uh, the, even the Jagrafess looks better than this piece of shit. This looks like a fucking, like it looks like Scorpion from the PS one Spider-Man game. Okay. (laughs) It looks so fucking bad. It's been so long since I thought of that. (laughs) (laughs) It looks horrendous. Okay. I've, I've got like my, my main notes on like the, the, the design of the thing itself. Um, Firstly, I don't know whether it's more lizard or more spider. Like, it doesn't really comfortably sit in either one of them. I see um, scorpion, isn't it? That's what I see. Yeah, but it's got. All, oh, a scorpion's got all the legs. Like, I suppose, yeah. yeah. To travel, yeah. A scorpion. We'll go with that. Um, we'll go with that. He says mainly because he realised he was wrong. It wasn't scorpion. <laughs> um, so I've got the quick my thing. thing do you remember it, last week when I had to explain how a basement works to you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, I was I wasn't there last week. <laughs> Um, the face design on, I've, this is my note, I'm reading it for verbatim. The face design on the big PS1 cutscene, um, Scorpion, I wrote Scorpion, uh, yeah. is so stupid and it's front-facing all the time. Like, they needed a clear design to constantly animate his face onto it. If you yeah. look at it, every single time he is just facing the camera in a, a bizarre way because they just needed a flat 2D surface to put a Mark Gator's face, face on. on. Yeah, And it looks it, awful. It doesn't even mm-hmm. look like Mark Gator's. No, it doesn't. It, just, no. it looks like some bizarre thing. Yeah, yeah. That, like yeah. it looks like if you asked a child to draw Mark Gaers. Yeah, and they were bad at art. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and dead. Um, <laughs> All right. <whoa. laughs> I got dark. Wow. Um, but that is fine. And I, 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 my, my other thing with it is, um, it, it, it's, it's. There's no transformation scene, which is a big issue for me. Well, there is. We just don't see it. Yeah, exactly. It's but you, you, when you don't, so when it's cut away and stuff like, you can't call that the finished article. I don't know what happens to him. We hear it. We hear the bones cracking, and then he's writhing yeah. her on on the floor, and she's like, "Are you okay?" Sure, clearly not. He's becoming okay? a lizard thing. <laughs> and Scorpion. then they do that classic Doctor Who thing where they'll they'll show it from his point of view, and the camera will have a weird filter on it now it was cute at first now it's getting old yeah i remember that was a massive part of something we praised in father's day yeah and now it's, it's just, just like th- uh you got one trick i see yeah You're doing this one again are you All right. yeah Ooh, <laughs> the POV shot yeah uh, yeah okay um but i th- i think the thing that like the re- there's a reason that this isn't like a memorable villain and it's and, and a big part of it is the transformation thing like and the Slovenes right the yeah. zip on the forehead, visually cool. Yes, the CGI was ropey in some of those scenes. Yeah. But, like, the practical design of the scene was It wasn't always was CGI, though. That's the Yeah, thing. it was mostly not. Yeah. Um, which is... I still I still laugh at how, like, they're the best predators in the galaxy. And, like, they can't fucking move. Let yeah, alone, like... Awful. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that's my thing. You don't see a transformation. You just don't feel like it's real. It never feels real. Yeah um and that that's that's strange also there's the whole like personality thing he's like his goal is as a 78 year old man live longer like this dude <laughs> like a big weird scorpion bug who's just constantly gotta like suck people i guess yeah it's, i don't understand like if this happened to me i would be the first person to admit yeah i weren't <laughs> expecting this this went wrong also that's not sustainable you're having to like kill someone every like 30 seconds <laughs> You'll burn through the entire population in like a week. I've got that done as well. After he transforms, he still wants to take this to market, right? He still wants to present this as like a viable business plan. Yeah. When the predators outweigh the prey, you <laughs> yeah. will die. That's a food chain. That's how it works. Yeah. If you If there are 20 of you and you all need to go and eat someone, soon enough you're going to run out of people. Bit of fun though. It is a bit of fun. I've I've got yeah. a note. that says the doctor seems so unhuman in the way that there's like a an old lady's dead corpse and he just goes squeezed like an orange, <laughs> and it's like Martha's looking at him like, "Are you all right?" Oh uh, yeah, that is quite strange. Is strange. Uh, very fun. Um, yeah. sh- should we pick it up a little bit because this is getting quite long? Yeah, we got we got to start yeah. racing through some of these notes. Yeah. Um, I realised it was me that had the notes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh right here's one um you can give me a quick reaction to this one the doctor petrol bombs lazarus uh very fun i I quite (laughs) like it i like it when he does a bit of on the fly science and he just bundles some shit together and just has a go of it (laughs) he flicks on the in-desk bunsen burners (laughs) and it's like that's enough for a gas explosion (laughs) bunsen burners come up in doctor who quite a lot a surprising amount i feel like when else i don't know wasn't there just one with the daleks Oh, I think that's more of a test tube, Sonic thing. No, I think there was a bunsen burner. Maybe there was a bunsen burner. Who knows? Um, I, I'm just sorry. I just remembered Catherine's a scientist and is listening to this episode. Like, oh, yeah. shut up, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Catherine. Do you re- do you remember? I think they also used. They probably used the in the uh, the school reunion episode. They would have used the gas taps. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely to, yeah. to blow up the school. I was always playing with those gas taps. Uh, I was as well. probably like a bad idea, but like. Yeah, definitely got some poisoned air <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> at some point. Yeah. I liked it when I turned them on and they went... S. Yeah, me too. I was like, haha, this makes my brain feel good. <laughs> makes the room go... Wee. <iniciaries> <laughs> 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 um, okay, next note. Um, the Doctor hiding in the thing makes for some good commenti- uh, comedy and is also smart writing. Hiding in the only thing Lazarus won't destroy. I did appreciate it. I appreciate that. And I think, it- it- surprisingly, I think that's when the episode looks the best as yeah, well, Right. right <laughs> really, yeah because they like move the... the camera in a direction that isn't facing someone yeah, they yeah they really like just got crammed up in the box and then just like shoved the camera in there as well and it's, it's also it's quite I, good. App- I applaud them because they so it so easily could have turned into martha being like we're pushed up together. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It very could have, but it and, didn't. And it didn't because so. she was more preoccupied with the thing <laughs> trying to eat her, which yeah. makes sense for a, how a woman would react in that scenario. That's very true. If it did, then, yeah, that would have been quite strange. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's already a... I, I don't know why I keep trying to transition back into this vibe of, like, all oh, Doctor Who is good, Doctor Who. This sucks. Like, this is a bad episode of Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not a highlight, is it? No. Um... Yeah. I've put I've put down um well we've already spoken about the Lazarus being morphed into like essentially rejected evolution concepts. I do think that's a cool idea. Yeah. Uh, um Martha's mum slaps the doctor. The doctor is 2 for 2 on companion mum slaps. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Ten never got slapped by Jackie. Yeah, but it's still still Jackie and the doctor. Yeah. I don't like it, but I got to I got to go with it. Yeah. Jackie would never to 10. It's true. I feel like that's true. I yeah. don't feel like she would. she got more respect for Ten, I think. She does. She hated Nine. No, she didn't hate him. but She learned to accept him and get on with him. Yeah. Their relationship they never had vibed. grown by the time that Ten came around, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. And she was like, it's less weird to see this man with my daughter, so I'll accept this one a bit more. <laughs> yes, this one is uh, a little bit younger, I guess. Yeah. So, there we go. Leo does some uh, world-class snake call-outs. Um, yeah. when Martha's like it's a good thing the doctor was here and he was like well technically it's Tish's fault because Tish how is it Tish's fault? I was like no, he's got a point nah come on that's <laughs> snake behaviour it's just out Tish Tish is like the head of like fucking event organising or PR or something yeah but no but she the Jones family are there because of her they like that doesn't, doesn't make it her no, fault no I know but it's their fault that she's that they're there that it's, <laughs> sorry it's Tish's fault that they are there if I'm on my way to pick you up from an airport, and I get in a no. car crash. That no, 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 is not no. your fault. No, no. Well, kind of is. <laughs> no, no! Because, no, because it's not directly my fault. It's just a chain of events, but there's no but, blame like, placed on you. No, yes, it's not directly my fault, but, like, if it wasn't for me, that wouldn't have happened to you, though. Yeah, but it's it's circumstantial because of you. Yes, so it's, it's but, indirectly my fault. <laughs> fault implies there's blood who gives a fuck to be honest yeah. (laughs) we're like let's speed (laughs) it up and then let's debate this scenario that didn't happen Um, the doctor was there in the blitz we saw it perhaps the remastered edition of season 1 which they just announced can insert a Lazarus easter egg in the blitz (laughs) I don't think they'll do that (laughs) Um, but did you take it to mean the um, uh, I I guess that makes sense really but probably a much posher part of London but (laughs) I feel like the do- is probably one of those things where it's like it's such a big event. The Blitz, he's probably been there multiple times in yeah, in multiple forms, really. Oh yeah, it, yeah. Whenever so, he speaks about stuff like this, I never really. It, it obviously it's easy to jump I mean, to. We he saw is, an episode with he you. is literally there again as Matt Smith. So that's in, true. Yeah. yeah. So so there is nine, 10, and well, was no, um, there ten? Well, the Blitz is like it wasn't like a day. Yeah, yeah, You know what I mean? Nice, no, that famous. It was afternoon, wasn't it? I thought. Oh, yeah. It wrapped up in an hour. <laughs> Churchill was like, that's enough blitz, boys. Yeah, pack it in though <laughs> it's Germany, Germany was you. like, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, guys. Yeah, off we go. Let's pack oh, this one sab. up. Oh, that was bad. Oof, we are sorry. Oh we <laughs> found the one accent you can't do do not be so cross oh. <laughs> what? all right fine it's getting better fine. <laughs> um philosophical debate about death's conceptual conceptual relationship with humanity uh interesting facing death is a part of humanity avoiding death is also part of it that's true yes yeah did, did some of this is this the bit where tenants like some uh People can live more in 80 years than 20, and... Yeah. It's not the it's not the time, to the person, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I think yeah. so, yeah. Did some of this not seem, like, a bit rich coming from you, mate? Oh. What, 10? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because the man's practically <laughs> immortal. immortal. Yeah, and this He's immortal, immortal with a stipulation. <laughs> an immortal god just preaching about how morality is necessary and you need to die. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, it came across as a bit hypocritical, but, like like we get it right like yeah. he's like the lazarus is, the it's... doctor doesn't need to eat people <laughs> yeah, well, yeah that is a big factor uh, what no what he's saying is true it all makes sense and yes i fully agree with his point it's just the fact that he's saying it Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like mm, i, I genuinely this is one of the scenarios where there's some stuff that needs to come from the doctor in this but there's also a lot of stuff that is makes more sense coming from martha yeah a, do- a doctor Yeah, this kind of word's coming from Arthur quite a bit as well. Yeah, someone who's training people to save lives, but also knowing how to deal with lives being ended. Yeah, knowing Um, when to when to stop and when to say goodbye and that sort of stuff. Yeah, Yeah. but I don't I don't feel like that episode had this intelligence to do that. (laughs) Probably not. Yeah, yeah. The Doctor is tired of watching things turn to dust, and you believe him. Uh, He, I think I've got a note about Tennant's performance. He feels really old in this scene he does actually yeah he he does play that part quite well there's quite a few moments from Tenon where you you do really get a sense of the age of the Doctor in this episode and it's yeah it's quite good it's his eyes man he just looks done he looks tired of it I've got a note that says um, and this we did touch on this earlier um, this episode yeah uh, (laughs) this episode came out on May the 4th 2007 oh did you lock this up I did Okay, may the 4th be with you. Thank you, you too. Um, But not that wasn't the point I was making, but thank you. And also Um, with you, you should say. (laughs) And also with you. Thank you. So this episode of Doctor Who came out the 4th of May 2007. Yeah. Spider-Man 3 came out on the 5th of May 2007. You See, I also thought about this. I was like, did this person rip off Spider-Man 3? And then I thought, well, no, because they would have came out the same year. Well, all I'm saying is Sam Raimi had a one-day window to make some changes, <laughs> and I'm not sure. There's a mutation in a clock tower, and both of the villains meet their demise at the hand of organ pipes. Oh, so you're saying Sam Raimi is the thing? Sam Raimi? I think he did it. Sam Raimi watched an episode of British sci-fi show Doctor yep. Who, and then was like, "Oh shit, we got to reshoot the Venom scene now." Do you want to know? Do you want to know someone else? Go on. There's also a half naked, a fully naked man half covered in shadow in a clock tower. Yes, yes. That had the cadence of I have more points. I don't, but I'm going to say this like I do. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> see, I, I see what you're saying and I see the point you're trying to make, but <laughs> I feel like the exact opposite of the point is made considering <laughs> all this stuff came from a comic book Years and years beforehand. Look. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? You're correct. Okay. Uh, I'm just saying you can't argue with those dates. Maybe, uh, who wrote this? Uh, Stephen Greenhorn saw the uh, 90s animated uh, cartoon, the... um. Well, animated this cartoon, yeah. The, uh, the Spider Man G- Green Greenhorn saw that, yeah. made this, and then Raimi was like, Spider Man 3 just isn't working and it's supposed to come out in theatre in 12 hours. Yeah. And then went, watch this episode quickly as it was showing at 7 pm that night and went, call Toby Maguire. Call him now, <laughs> quick. Get Toby, get Tofa. we got to get yeah. to the church quickly. It would explain why they had to use a stunt double for Toby Maguire's back in that scene. I mean there's already an explanation for that. <laughs> yeah, it's that he <laughs> didn't want to get ripped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Good on him. That's fair. Yeah, fair enough. Fucking stupid era for being like, are you taking steroids? Yes, then you can be Spider-Man, a famously slender superhero. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah. Um yeah. Uh so I've said I've said everyone I'd we touched on this anyway, I said everyone gives the doctor shit for death and destruction following him everywhere, but this connection was entirely Martha's. If the doctor wasn't there, they're likely all dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, I think they would be, yeah. Everyone would yeah. have got... I think the, the machine would have blown up and everyone would have died or whatever. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, or Lazarus would have got out and slowly killed everyone. <laughs> yeah, um, and then there'd just be a big bug <laughs> running around. Uh, I skipped over this earlier, but there is a moment where Tish and Lazarus uh, are on the roof. This is not the note you think it is. Okay. <laughs> Nathan was scared I would dust off my... La- Lazarus got that rooftop riz note. <laughs> Um, but no there is uh, I just want to give you the platform I know that maybe not so much in this podcast but it has been known in our other podcast that there is noted London skyline sequence that we uh, see yes. any thoughts? you don't have to I know I'm putting no, you on the spot it's, look, I, I know it's not London they do because they do show St <laughs> Paul's Cathedral and it's very clearly just CGI'd in yeah. um, but like <laughs> Uh, It's at nighttime, whatever. It's it's less egregious when it's at night because then it's dark enough. I I can't necessarily see all the landmarks that well. So whatever. I know it's not because I know exactly where it is. It's Cardiff Museum, a filming location they use time and time (laughs) and time. Trust me, we're going to keep coming back to this place, mate. Get used to it because it's going to show up a lot all right <laughs> all right yeah. i've been to it myself It's a nice museum but like once i went to cardiff museum I was like this looks familiar <laughs> okay fair enough and then if you like sherlock guess what shows up a lot in that show as well <laughs> it's a filming location which is used all the time um, BBC, look like, there can't be much going on in the. Car- oh, of course, there's nothing going on in the Cardiff Museum. What am I talking about? No, it's not the history of Cardiff, Lawrence. It's all the stuff that we, the British, stole from everywhere else, isn't it? Oh, I see. Oh, then you've be been packed, to the like... British Museum. <laughs> yeah, none of it is British. <laughs> <laughs> look at this thing we put in glass. <laughs> the pride of Britain was that James A. castor joke about us He's like, oh, yeah. "We're still looking at it. <laughs> yeah. You can't have it. <laughs> We're not finders keepers." <laughs> James Acaster is one of the funniest people alive. He's very (laughs) so good. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I've got a note. We can we can start talking about this now uh, because this is stuff that we'll probably want to talk about. Um, the next note I have is stop this one more trip nonsense. Yeah. Well, they do. To be fair. Yeah. And and Martha quite rightfully calls him out on it. I think like Mm. she's like I'm tired of being strung along because that's essentially what he's doing. He's like. Uh, just no commitments, Well, free and easy, you know. Hey, let's yeah. Let's, this yeah, is a, this is the start of put, a relationship. Yeah, let's it? not put any labels on this, you know. Let's just let's take it easy. <laughs> She's you like, can see other time travelers. <laughs> there aren't any, but hey, you could. Yeah, let's let's just take it easy. You know, we'll play the field, we'll have some fun. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> no, right? I need to know. Are we in or we out? Yeah. Uh, good for her. Good for her, really, for like putting her foot down and being like, I either let me come or don't. Just fucking, mm. w- what's going on here? And uh, hey. yeah, I, I like that moment from her. Really, he's got a um, he's got a line that says, "Well, you were never really just a passenger, were you?" And I was like, well, "She was, because you kept telling her." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you kept reinforcing the idea that she was. You kept threatening, like just one trip, Martha, yeah. and then you'll go home. One then back in the TARDIS. I'll take you home, and you'll never come back. You'll have a boring life <laughs> without me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. if Rose can't have it then no one can <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he says as he screams at the console <laughs> uh, that was all in that five seconds before he came back at the start of the episode as well Yeah, that was yeah. what he was, was doing all, in the start that was all squeezing in there um, but yeah no he comes to his senses they they agree to to go on and um, and then they do and then there's a phone call from Francine being like I've still got beef and I'll yeah. never let it go yeah I but, love that. Uh, the beef is more justified now, though. It is. She, there's cause for the beef at this point. Because it's not her beef. She's been fed the beef. Yeah. I wonder what... We never get to hear what was said. Do we, no. What do we th- no. How, how much do we think she knows? I hate that, by the way. I yeah. fucking hate that trope. Give us like, the sizzle. I know. Just the trope of, like, oh, there's something you need to know. And then it's the in a wisp. No one's here. Yeah. Like, why we we're the, we're the audience. We're the people that are meant to be let in on this kind of stuff. I want to... You know that I don't like not knowing things. i like if i have to tell nathan anything right like i will need to like know exactly what it is that i am like i can't forget a point midway through making it because he will go out of his mind for like a week on it i need to know i need to know yeah it's not i don't like I don't like there being information that I'm not privy to it's yeah not it well, I, I don't think it's so much that it's more if I started to tell you then you're like, N- now what <laughs> tell yeah. me more well it's unsatisfying if it's not resolved like, <laughs> I, remember, I remember once I was like my my wife's ill with yeah. something, and you were like you were like, what's happened what's wrong with her and I went, i don't know I don't know she's just a bit ill like and she, you're like, is it something she ate and I'm like, why are you invested like <laughs> Well, well you should just be, be, this, be, this is your wife. You should be invested. Yeah, but, but I am invested, but I don't <laughs> I don't need to bring it up. I need to know these things. It's um true. so you can send her a fruit basket. <laughs> which yeah, which I often do. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? Um I I've just I wanted to speak about Martha's mum's voicemail. I think it's such good sizzle for the okay. series. Yeah. Like something that season two had, yes it had the like it, it had a lot of like rose returning home and and jackie was out of the loop yeah jackie would always need to be caught up and i think it's so interesting that martha is uncontactable yeah but but also we know and the doctor's gonna go off and he's gonna do there's i know for a fact i can't remember the exact run of episodes but i know there's at least three episodes possibly more until we even touch back in with martha's family so for three episodes we know that martha's mum is sat there being like probably knows the doctor is bad news probably knows that there's like more to his story than he's letting on i think Um, it might be until the um the two-part finale i mean maybe it could be i think it might off the top of my head yeah because you've got you've got the the two-parter you've got um 42 you've got blink we got 42 human nature family of blood uh blink which is kind of modern day earth but yeah they're not in it yeah um utopia yeah it is it's the... oh my god yeah so yeah for the for the rest of the series now unless with... there's just like at the end of one episode there's a little but i don't think there is yeah i just think it it does something that doctor who doesn't normally do because it's very episodic it's very monster of the week yeah and for them to set up quite a damning b plot back yeah. home while we also know that there's like this saxon thing that keeps coming up See what I like about the Saxon thing is like when we've had uh, you know, Bad Wolf and Torchwood and stuff, I feel like those were like kind of intentionally hidden. And then it mm. was it was one of those things to be like, Oh, it's always been looming there in the background, but only now you've noticed it. Whereas the whole Saxon thing, it's kind of front and center. It's yeah. kind of like, No, this is something you should be aware of and this is something bad. Like something is coming. Like yeah. they make a point in. and when you hear yeah. Saxon and like also for it to be, like, Bad Wolf was interesting, but it was a new concept. It was Rose puts the time vortex in her head. It was something we never would have guessed. Yeah. When the, when the Saxon build-up pays off and Harold Saxon is the master. Yeah. In the master's return to Doctor Who. Yeah. That's fucking insane. <laughs> I, what are you I'm, giggling about i've just i've just been cause you know i've been watching the crown a lot recently. i've just been i've just been thinking i now that i've i've seen i i kind of knew quite a bit like about how the role of the prime minister works but now that i've been watching the crown and i can see like those the weekly appointments that the prime minister has <laughs> with the queen and stuff i'm just like can you imagine just uh, john sim going to meet the queen and be we see the in Voyage of the Damned we see the back of the queen that queen is not serious that queen's like bye doctor (laughs) she's like thank you doctor goodbye (laughs) (laughs) she's not serious man the the Harold Saxons go in there like your majesty and she's like who are you she knows of the doctor so maybe they've met maybe Mm. interesting you would have fucked her great, great, great 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 great. I don't know Uh, who knows but it's not it's not direct though like oh no it's not is it you know yeah. it's like oh, there's all kinds of incest going on there and shit but you know our monarchy makes sense <laughs> as a concept and in theory and practice <laughs> and it's good and we all should love it and keep it forever everyone loves the monarchy it's not at all pointless and a burden on our fucking economy <laughs> yeah anyway let's move what? on <laughs> yes <laughs> um uh what was next Lawrence? what was next Was your little finger touching that button Uh, for the theme? No. Before we do that, I'll just go into... We have spoken about the last shot (laughs) of the episode. What more could you possibly have? Well, like, uh, just before we recorded, I remembered that I should tweet out and get some thoughts. Oh, okay. (laughs) We we did, actually. Um, (laughs) actually... One more than we got last week. (laughs) No, actually, we did get one last week, but it was, like, sent in the day after we recorded, unfortunately. Um, I can read it out now, though. Yeah. Go um, where is it? Let it not be said we don't. Appro- I can't think. We went We went off so hard last week about not getting uh, any that imagine yeah. <laughs> if we didn't respond to this. So, very sorry. Uh, Damn the Lamb, at Damn the Lamb on uh, Twitter for last week said, uh, forgot how obsessed with the cult of Scarrow I was as a kid until I rewatched the episode. Great two part for the Daleks. However, I wish it came later in the series because uh, it is so close to doomsday. I will never unsee how moist human sex tentacles are. <laughs> so There you go, good bit of fun. Good yeah, no, I like that. I, I think that summed up the point it was that we made last week anyway. Like yeah, the, the second half of that two part really redeemed its existence. Yeah. Yeah. But it also did. it's definitely quite close to Doomsday yeah uh isaac this isn't related to this week's episode but isaac richardson uh, tweeted that as well uh in reply to sexy hands he said read sexy hands apparently it's a big thing in pride and prejudice too don't ask me how i came about this knowledge that is all fair enough there you go i would imagine that that person has seen pride and prejudice Maybe read Pride and Prejudice. I Maybe forget that it's a book. Maybe they watch the BBC version of Pride and Prejudice to comfort themselves and have been called out by a specific movie of late. Uh, yes, I get the joke. Barbie. Uh, um. <laughs> Maybe they watched Pride and Prejudice and thought, that man that plays the titular Pride or Prejudice um, is, is a very good actor and I should check out what else he's on, uh, that being HBO's Succession. Uh, playing the character of Tom Womscans. Isn't it? Um, not Colin Firth, the other one. Matthew McFadden? No, not so, Colin Firth. I mean, F- that's, who it that's the titular Pride or Prejudice. No, but, and prejudice. Uh, but I thought it was the other one. Hugh not, Grant? Not, no, oh, well, Colin Firth then. Colin Firth? Yeah, isn't he Mr. Pride and Prejudice, Mr. Darcy? No, no that's, that's definitely Matthew McFadden. But <laughs> I promise you I'm not wrong. In I which version though? Because I'm I don't sure know, the one, the one everyone version. talks about. I'm sure there's a version with Colin Firth. As... There probably there probably is. Well, then I'm right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like so, literally just before we recorded, I posted a video on our Twitter, um, just asking for uh, any replies or, or whatever, um, and we have two. Um, so Scott, in the name of love. Um, who I believe has been doing a stint at Edinburgh Fringe recently. Yeah. yeah um, is that school. still cool on? Can we, can we still go? Let me see. We'll give him a shot. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he's still doing this. Um, if you know anyone at Fringe, let them know my company is just giving sketches away for free at the Tonics Caves in the fancy room at 12.50 every day. Um, so there you are. If you're in Edinburgh, go to the Tonics Caves at the fancy room. I don't know if this is still ongoing, um, maybe I don't know. Try your luck. I've um, I've had the pleasure of acting with Scott in the past, and I can tell you that he single-handedly saved my performance grade for, for a certain semester. He is a very, very talented, very beautiful man. Um, so so go check that out. Um, maybe I think silly- I've given him a kiss at one point as well. I'm fairly We've all given Scott a, kiss. a kiss. We've all had a kiss with Scott. Yeah. Um, Scott says maybe the silliest episode for me never resonated with Scorpion Bloke or his suck powers. So, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> fair enough. Um, and then lastly uh, this week, our resident scientist Catherine, friend of the show. Um, Martha is finally freed from her leather jacket. She was wearing that look for weeks. Uh, and that's true, yeah. First episode without the jacket in a while, so Martha's switching up. Because we did not talk about Martha's <laughs> looks. <laughs> we didn't, to be fair. Ah, oh, it's true. Yeah. Well, yeah, she did switch it up for the first time in quite a while this week. Yeah. And it, 42 is next week, right? Yeah. I like that they've just let Freema keep her tattoo as well. Yeah, it makes more sense yeah. than I mean, just like, covering it up. What was really. the other option? Yeah. But it's not offensive. It's just a little thing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <Just> imagine <laughs> what it was just a fucking, just some heinous fucking symbol <laughs> on her forehead or something. Fuck the monarchy. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep that. <laughs> If she was paired with a Knife Doctor, Christopher Eccleston would have, like, refused to do it unless they had that tattoo out. The BBC would never. (laughs) They'd be like, absolutely fucking not. Um, But That 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 pairing of Christopher Eccleston and the BBC is so funny. He's he's done lots of work with the BBC. No, I know, but just, like, how vocal Christopher Eccleston is. Like, you bring up Mm. the Queen, and he's like, glad she's dead, fuck her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I've never met anyone so vocal about hating the monarchy as much as him. You know me. That's true, yeah. You're watching The Crown, you little fucking... No, it's different. (laughs) Leave me alone. I'm just... Hold on, sorry. I'm just seeing that the tweet I put out says it's got three replies, but I can only see two. So I think that means someone who's private, on private, might have replied to it. Um, And if you are on private, then I might not be able to see it. Joe has said the big Mark Gatiss spider scorpion legit did creep me out when I first saw it, and the sound he makes when transform the sounds he makes when transforming were gross as fuck. They were quite guttural, weren't they? The, yeah, it was very bone crunching and very. Yeah. Oh, but I, th- I think he's talking like less the sound effects, more like the sounds coming from Mark Gates's mouth on set, which were very oh, like. Okay. K- yeah. K- yeah. 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 Quite weird. Quite gross. I respect the commitment to it. Yeah. Nathan, press the fucking button.
0: We're of the way!
1: Weirdo. Woohoo! This is everyone's favourite segment of the show where we get to take a chance to look back and reflect on some of the weird and wonderful and grubby little characters who come across our screens each and every week whilst we're watching this silly little show that is Doctor Who. Uh, Lawrence, who is your? I'm just completely blanked out while I'm saying that. I just that is completely autopilot by this point. Uh, Lawrence, who is your weirdo for this week? Um thanks for that. <laughs> um so there is a woman as the um as the, the party is about to be evacuated. <laughs> this is the olive woman. <laughs> yes, this is the olive okay. woman. This woman runs front and centre and says, What are you talking about? The biggest danger here is someone choking on an olive. Yes. And then I've put said the woman who not 20 minutes ago witnessed a high-powered machine malfunction with whizzing, spinning components that started smoking and almost set on fire. And almost blew up <laughs> everyone there. That party uh, should have been cancelled way before he turned into a scorpion man. He really should have, to be honest, yeah. <laughs> it should have had, like, that, that thing should have had, like, tests done on it, like, is this safe to be around people? Yeah.
0: 100%. So yeah, she's, she's
1: my weirdo. I like her confidence in wanting to have more olives and wine. Uh, so my weirdo for this week, Lawrence. Um, this is g- quite personal, to be honest. Quite, okay. Not really personal. Personal is probably not the right word, but like, wait for setup. Nathan told me if I would have guessed this correctly, I would get half of his paycheck for the month. I actually said my whole paycheck. You were the one who said. I brought it down to a half. respectable yeah. amount that could feasibly, <sighs> I could feasibly hold you to. <laughs> um, so my weirdo, Lawrence, is Mark Gatiss himself okay, okay. <laughs> right okay. yeah a mark, rare fourth wall break weird for- and it is this is a fourth wall break and this is only because of a very specific reason and this happens every time i see mark gaiters in something now and yeah. that is because at one point a few years ago mark gaiters retweeted um pictures of a friend of ours who went to who we went to uni with Um, He had done some um, nude (laughs) modelling, I guess, (laughs) and Mark Gatiss just retweeted the pictures of that, and I saw Mark Gatiss retweet a drawing of my friend's dick on my Twitter (laughs) timeline, and that is why he is my weirdo for this week. (laughs) Was there, like... What, was Mark was Mark Gates involved, or did he just like the nope, piece? He, I don't believe he was involved at all. I think he would possibly have known the artist or something. Um, but oh yeah, my. he just re- retweeted the drawings that were that were posted, <laughs> and I was like, "This is fucking. This is Minecraft, and fuck it. This guy <laughs> is just retweeting this. I won't say his name, but this guy I went to uni with, his Dick, and I've had a drink with, and." Done some weird shit. And like, this. hang on, let me, let me, let me help you from being reductive. Like, I'd imagine it was a nice, artistic. Rendering. It was beautiful it's like, drawing. No, it's was, it was absolutely. Yeah. It's, yeah, oh, yeah, but it's you're, just, you're like his dick. No, yeah, it's, it's very tasteful. It's beautiful. It's like I say, it's new art. It's very tasteful. It's very beautiful stuff. But it's just the fact that his Mark <laughs> is retweeting my friend's penis. Which is just very strange to me. This, this podcast can never end. It will never be complete until Mark Gators has retweeted both drawings of our dicks. Well, I, I'm never getting a drawing of my penis done. I might. Uh, I might get mine done. I don't want to discuss our penises on this
0: podcast. That's fair. That's <laughs>
1: completely fair. Um, if you want to hear us not discuss our penises any further... Uh, then you can head on over to Twitter <laughs> slash X. No, slash, no. No, yes, my apologies. Just Twitter. I heard yes. it's never being called anything else. Yes. Um, we are on there. We are on Instagram. Uh, we are at Still Got Legs Pod. That's how you can find us. That is where Nathan posts things that you can respond to and, and get featured yeah. in an episode, which is everyone's dream and ambitions. Everyone's dream is to get posts, is to be featured on this very middling podcast <laughs> that we do. It's very well, we, we, got, we got some fans. What? Yeah, it's, it's a, we got quite a lot of American listeners, to be Have fair. we really? Think, uh, most of them are British, but our next biggest demographic is Americans after that. Fair enough. Um, so, yeah, quite a few quite a yeah. few um what what else I oh, don't yeah, know. It's you. you took over the outro <laughs> yeah. okay yeah uh you can also give us a little five-star review if you like there's a new era of doctor who approaching fast uh and we're trying to get new fans up to speed uh we're having a good time re-watching the show if you know whovians if you know soon to be whovians give them a little uh little recommendation let us let let them check us out uh, and maybe give us a little review as well. Helps promote the show, but also uh, is fun to spread the love and joy of Doctor Who, which can often be a very toxic place. So let's get some more good folk involved. You see how I turn that around into making it like a, a plea for goodwill when actually I just want people to like and support this po- podcast. And also, reviewers five stars or I'll stab you. That's yeah, that's something <laughs> that we'll do. We can enforce yeah. that. We have yeah. knives. It's, I've got one right now. Um, oh God, I literally do. <laughs> oh my God, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that on your desk? Is that your like letter opener? It is. It's my letter knife, yeah. I use this to open my mail. You know they have letter openers. They're things that exist. I'm that not going to buy stages. a letter opener when I just own a knife. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you get like a set of five knives and you're like, oh, I'll never use this one for anything. This could be my letter knife. This is it's not big enough for a loaf of bread, but like yeah. too big to butter something. It's I'll put like, this one it's in like the office. Too, too big for vegetables, but it's like mm. not big enough for bread and that sort of stuff. So it's like... Ah, letters. So. <laughs> the nothing knife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The knife for no one. Um, so yes. that's good. If you don't give us a little review, Nathan will stab you. Uh, and new episodes of this show uh, come out every single Monday at 10 a.m. But new episodes of our other show come out when Nathan? They come out every Friday. At 10 a.m., maybe we should drop the 10 a.m. thing because it's very rare that we actually get to it's that so, that the days. morning. <laughs> Sometime. they come out, come out normally in the a.m. Yeah, sometimes not even. <laughs> yeah. They come out. They come out Fridays at 10 a.m. 100 percent of the time that we've edited them by that time. Yes, and other times where rec- we're editing them at 10:30 <laughs> on that morning, i like, gotta gotta make it to the deadline. Yeah, um, but it's already uh, it's, it's fucking we've missed people's commute, they're catching up at lunch anyway. Yeah, it's true. Um well, uh yes, uh, another happy part is our pop culture podcast where we talk about all things in that realm, movies, TV shows, video games. Our most recent episode uh was Jedi Survivor. It the was the Star Wars video game, and our next episode we're kicking off uh the Hunger Games series with the Hunger Games. Mm. Four Hungry. movies, three three episodes. Four movies, three episodes. Yeah, but, but one not is the just way a big think. long movie. <laughs> yeah. it was no. that time in like twenty ten when they were like, "Let's make one movie, but really long for no reason." No, but we're not splitting them up the way you think. We'll do um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll do Hunger Games and Catching Fire in one episode, and then we'll do one episode on. Um, Mocking Jay part 1 and then one we'll on Mocking J part 2. Or we'll start in a precarious order and then we'll do half of a film in one episode. So <laughs> we'll do we'll do Monkey Games, um Mocking Jay and uh, the other one in one episode. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll do Mocking Jay part 2 over two episodes. <laughs> Great. Good stuff. <laughs> Oh, no, it's the way that it makes sense. You can figure yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah, you, you got it. Yeah, it yeah. makes more sense that way. Um, um, I am going to Greece. Nathan is going to Greece. And we've got another episode to record, but Nathan still wants to do some filler, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so wish me well on my holiday to Greece. Although I think the next two episodes will uh, be recorded before I go as well. I can't so. stress this enough. We're so, recording this for an hour and a half at this point. I'll be around. I'll be around. Anyway, I should probably wrap this up. Um, any final thoughts, Lorenz, before I bring in the ending theme tune that will cut you off? Yes. These are my thoughts. I sure hope the ending doesn't cut me off anytime. Goodbye. Oh no. <laughs>